0: Um, so we were at a farmer's market. Oh, sorry, you're recording. I totes didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, it's busy. It's sweltering. It's really unexpectedly hot. That sounds really stupid given the weather we've just had. Mm. Um, but it was really overcast this morning and quite cool. So I'm baking. Yeah. In well, well yesterday also started overcast and then uh, continues to be. Yes, it was warm, but it wasn't that sunny.
1: Wasn't I, was, sunny um, I went running actually.
0: this morning. In fact, along here and then back home. Uh, and it was it was muggy, but cold. It was, it was horrible, but cold. Yeah, sweaty. Um, but now it's just, just out and out boiling. Summer has truly summered. As a child enjoying themselves. Yep. So, Jessica, what have you had for lunch? I had something called a bucket, which is a French um, West Indian cuisine. Bucket? Twist it. Pass it. Ah, uh, yeah. With, and they did a vegan one, which is what drew me towards it. Mm-hmm. Big word, saying vegan big lettuce rather and um, it was kind of aubergine and stuff and it was quite hot but it's not it doesn't seem to have done me lasting damage so that's good what I did you have Rosie? I had a lamb kofta hummus and salad wrap um, I've also bought a palm muffin for later on today Lovely. and we're having matching strawberry juices yeah they're um, strawberry smoothies so like fresh strawberry nice and, and that's pretty much it I think mm-hmm. a bit of water um, this is all good they're very delicious you resisted the urge to buy a coconut yeah, you can buy fresh coconuts. Uh, but they were £3.50. And also, I know it's just coconut water, which I've drunk previously from uh, uh, the unnamed organic grocery store I used to work in. But um, it's a jelly coconut, and that's what young coconuts are called. And I was fearful that there'd be weird bits of jelly floating in it. Like oh. the co- the consistency like of red set, currant yeah. jelly oh, yeah. like floating in it. And that's something that sort of put me off. I mean, I definitely still want one at some point, but not today not like this I think it'd be more for novelty value than actual mm. refreshment yeah hello you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun episode 28 Chewy and Lansbury enjoy the show I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's Stand Day Off. of Fun. <laughs> wow, well that was a oh, well, we speak first, so I thought I'd give you an opportunity. <laughs> okay, well I'll I'll do your Hello! Ooh. That'd be sufferable. Uh we're back to listener. Studio One. Returned to the mothership. Now Studio One is once again set up as it was when we started. It is actually, yeah. Um and picture it, if you will, Sicily, uh, Single bed against a wall, long ways, and so you can form it into a daybed sofa affair. Then uh, after That's a couple what the of episodes, said, it's, it's cushions. After a couple of episodes, I spun it round, hospital bed style, which is less conducive to two people sitting leaning against a wall recording. We did, uh, occasionally record it sitting either side of your bed with the with the microphone in the middle. And there was that time when I was a bit ill, but you sort of. And muscles feet, in, and... and then our feet would go to sleep. Yeah, that was horrid. Let's talk to getting an armchair and small table in here. Oh well, my little bed sitter. You could have a cute little fold-up table just in the fireplace there. If you move that. Well, that isn't my telly the media centre situation. That media right centre situation came in when I was a bit poorly nearly two years ago, and, and it's I've never said left. I've said to our friends, "You do have generic ill health." so... <laughs> yeah, I am um, just generically every so often. Are you just a little bit poorly? Yeah. That's what I bring to this table. we not on the table, we've followed that. <sighs> it's uh, the continued, continued hot weather. Sweltering. Disgusting, frankly. And they lulled us into a false security this morning by being cool and overcast. Yep, and then by the time we got out, as you will hear, um, it was ungodly. I am not unconvinced, but I'm on a candid camera show called Can You Sweat to Death? Yes, you can. You absolutely can. It's horrible. I've nearly done it four times this week already. I've got trench armpit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some shorts now. Well done, you? Very green. Oh, they are. I've seen them. They're good, though, I think. Yeah, they're lovely. Love and there's a lovely shirt. Where are they from? Uh, the Gap. No, they never are. Yeah, they are. Oh, okay, then I believe you. Jessica will be enjoying uh, my current uh, studio fashions, which is a button-down shirt, no trousers. <laughs> As most recently modelled by my third-year housemate. <laughs> he was I know which one it I, oh, I, I yeah I can only picture which one it is going to be it's like. <laughs> horrifying so yesterday I went to a party one of my housemates just instigated like no what was it pants pants Tuesday or just it, it, I mean mostly did it to freak another another housemate out and he, to, what he, you just, he just appear in your pants yeah Teddy would just appear down the stairs in his pants just to annoy us. <laughs> just he'd like leap off in the kitchen in his pants it was hilarious. Would you wear a shirt no no just just in his pants Yesterday I went to a party. Jessica, what did you? What was the theme of this party? The theme of which was odd shoes. Of course it was both kinds. I uh, I wore unusual and, th- and unmatching shoes. Mhm. I have a pair of shoes. and upsetting. Twice. Uh, cruel and unusual. Is it unusual and upsetting that it's me? Yeah. On on Pro Plus. I will tell the story if it kills me. Just wearing one pair of shoes twice and something? two. Oh my god. Honestly. I'm not I probably not say. I have a pair of shoes in black and in gold, so I well, wore one black, one gold um and I think it's because of all the running. this is a brilliant segue into the running section. Um, a bit of a running gag uh, oh God, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of running recently, and I haven't been able to wear my big five inch shields, shields heels for ages um and I think running has given me incredibly strong, powerful legs like that of an ox. Why couldn't you wear them? Were they uncomfortable or good? Did you not have? Did you have that thing where sometimes your foot tries to come out of the shoe? No, I just would wear them and my, my knees would begin to, to sort of oh. seize. No, it, you, not even the foot would hurt; just the whole leg. They are—you've seen them. You're lightweight. I can't picture which ones you're talking about at all. You're gonna have to get them out in a bit. Yeah, the golden black strapping. So I've been running loads. I've got loads of running gear. I've done that thing where you go and invest a lot of money in a lot of things that you're in probably a hobby never that wear. you might do twice. I've actually, um, just been running three times a week for four weeks. Oh, good news. Couch to 5k? Yeah. I downloaded that the other day. I've, I've, so far I've, i subscribed. Catch. No, I, well, yeah. I've, um, downloaded the first one. I'm yet to listen to it, okay. but I do have some running clothes. Um, you, you, do you know, you don't just listen to it. You actually have to follow what it says. Oh, uh, I've misunderstood horribly. Um, oh, I was going to start it, <coughs> sorry, for Lent, um, and I made That was ages ago. Yeah, I, I said, I'm going to do it for Lent. And then... Um, Were you generically uh, poorly? Yeah, I was generically poorly. And also, our oh, dad was buying me some running shoes, and we hadn't got them yet. And I said, oh, I'd like to start have having running shoes. And then it took a long time, and then that became like a weird excuse. And I have just been just this general malaise. And then I went on holiday, and now I feel great. So I just run. I wonder if Holly Bob's... It's uh, not a word. It is if you use it enough. Yeah, I bought, mm-hmm. I bought running clothes, so I'm quite excited to get running, but you can't possibly start something like that in this weather. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that was an error. I started just the week it got really hot, Um, so I usually get up and run about 7 in the morning. Poor, poor me. Well, good Lord, I don't see 7 o'clock in the morning. The other day, I woke up 10 minutes before my alarm, so I'd set off before 7, was running along listening to a podcast, and my alarm went off. I was a bit terrified. Cause, <laughs> uh, uh, i tell you what I did by the other day, fitness equipment-wise. I don't really want to go into fitness equipment, but I did buy this, Um a on the recommendation of someone at work, a weighted hula hoop. It is the the biggest hula hoop. It's ginormous, I think, because I don't know why actually, but it uh, doesn't fit in your house. I was I was thinking because it's great because the, the thing is you can sort of use it. You know, you can just sort of watch the telly and be working out. Not with that one, but it's it's giant. You like take out half the room. There's like bookcases and and chair. Have you managed to use is it yet? It, yeah. The other thing is, it's it's a bit frightening to sort of to, to start off. Well, it's because it's incredibly because heavy. You think you're going to break something, of your body <laughs> or your <laughs> furniture, <laughs> of your body or brain. Um, if you want to win the game, uh, no furniture. Where you think, oh, this is going to go wrong, or oh, you're going to hurt yourself. And um, but and also it it is kind of it kind of hurts because it sort of swings around and whacks you in the ribs. Do you have to do it in a girdle. Well, and also it it. Um, I don't know, if it like Chats. chafes, it chafes or something. And you end up with like hula hoop burn, just in a ring, or well, with a, like bruised, hula bruised... I've actually got, you can see I've got visible scratches. Rosie has sequin, a sequin-based <laughs> injury. I was doing, like, that was the laugh that says, this tickles me. I oh, thought that you actually, genuinely slapped your thigh then. <laughs> yeah. That was my topic. Um I was doing some work this morning, I was sitting I was in my bed sitter, Wearing a big secret skirt, as you do, had to take it off Your bed-sitting room. Yeah. Um, Nancy Mitford moved into a bed-sitter because she I'm went to art school and then she didn't like it, she packed it in after a month. I'm trying to bring back the, the phrase bed-sitting room because I think it sounds nicer than bed-sit. Bed-sit. Studio, darling. I mean. um, like that studio in uh, Bloomsbury for £285,000. It was a very nice studio. <laughs> Literally every picture, I think, including the bathroom, <laughs> yeah, just had and about crazy wine bottles in it. Oh, um, these alcoholic rich kids. What was I actually saying? I was doing some work and I was sitting with my laptop on my knee and unfortunately the dress is not a smooth sequins. It's not smooth sequins, And um, I had to, in the end, flip one side up so I just had to rest my arm on the lining. Visible sequin scratches. A sartorial accident. I mean, Liberace must have looked like he'd been thrown in a bush. But he was um, a, an accomplished and experienced sequin wearer so probably he... I have worn many a sequin in my it's time. True, it's true, That's true. I have one office-based sequence. It was it was a it was the sixties. Everyone just thought Liberace was theatrical. <laughs> yes, okay. we went to Ed's diner, and then uh, you took away some takeaway onion rings, sweet potato fries, and left them in the fridge. So I got to eat them. So Rose got to eat them, which is good because Rose is the one that's going running at the moment. Uh, genuinely, I mean, you say that. No, that no, wasn't oh, to do. All oh, right, that was a. It's good thing you ate them because I would have just sat on the sofa and finished. Oh, like, cause I because I run now. I just feel I'm not a kind of. I ran so I can eat all this cake. Like right. ah, oh, I feel really good. I'm gonna eat oh the oh, Percy Pigs. I did buy a back pack, not a small, not a big one, small one. Just really like Percy Pigs. I know it's like a terrible problem. I know Oreo's are, are uh, half price in Sainsbury's this week. The vegan ones, vegan ones. Discussing this with someone at work and someone else joined the conversation. Here we were talking about Oreos and he went, "Oh, those are half price in Sainsbury's this week." I said, "I know. I've eaten two packets already today." my goodness um so i've become obsessed with google analytics oh it's great fun we had a play on that this morning um i didn't understand nearly all of it i didn't you mind what i'm like kid
1: well, somebody was showing me for you're work you're the one that's
0: read it before and you do computer and everything. then i put it on our blog yeah. and it just shows sort of where our listeners are if you visit our website directly um, it doesn't count if you are listening via itunes uh, or or subscription yeah. service don't worry, you are still counted. You're still, you're counted, but we, we can't, you know, do a census of you. Um, but hello to the person who accidentally visited our site from Kobe, Japan. Hello. And the person from Manhattan Beach yeah, that's in cool. California. Uh, not not Manhattan, Manhattan, so good they didn't name it Manhattan, Manhattan. Um, so, basically, we are... Is that Manhattan are... in the Amsterdam? I, I see what you're doing. Going for uh, a historical gag you want to send flowers for that, Jake, you can send care fun <laughs> show. Kobe, Japan. <laughs> um, uh, it's so... Right, there is this thing we have at work, where we have a much bigger website, because we're a big, real thing, uh, and not two pillocks on a sideways bed. Um sideways <laughs> bed? It makes it sound like we've tipped it over and just sort of balancing on <laughs> Move on, keep going. There's a thing you can do, which is real-time results, and it shows how many people are on your website. At this very second, and there's a map of the world that lights up accordingly. At this very second, yeah, I mean, That's exciting. don't watch ours. Well, it will be the most boring thing because we need to. It takes us a week to gather enough um, information to do like twelve people. Yeah, I mean, you would be very lucky. It would be like David Amber. You have to stake out before somebody visits their website. But it's great, and uh, my little face at work, somebody's explaining to me, just lit up like the so, website. Yeah, like the little map. I went an accidental stakeout once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, that's true. Um, before you came home, I listened to loads of Nicki Minaj really loud. We didn't listen to Nicki Minaj at the stakeout, we listened to a um, boy Band's CD that we'd bought in free water that day. And that's all I'm going to tell you listeners, you'll just have to imagine what on earth was happening. Ah. Unless I've already told this story, in which case you already know. Um, <laughs> I day. had a barbecue for the first, for not not the first time I went to a barbecue. I'm 23. I've lived. Um, I cooked a barbecue for the first time this week for the guides. Very good. And no I one's told me they've had to be like a. Have died, So I have to admit, I did check my emails quite a lot the next day. In quiz. one someone them <laughs> Just who you knew? A little flossy actually It was. Uh, she's died. <laughs> she's died. <laughs> and the last words were sausages. <laughs> <must> have... oh. <laughs> so um. You do actually owe her a badge, so if you could put that in for post. Uh, you've you've just put the word ginger. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I don't like, know what that was. I genuinely it. had to think quite hard while I meant by that for a second, especially as I couldn't see it on the list to kind of give me a point of reference to remind me when I wrote it. Um, I had my hair did. I got my hair did, God and i have been going fourteen minutes. I'm now a ginger person. Solid, great work. My eyebrows aren't they? That's me. Yeah. Eyebrow, eyebrow thoughts. Um. This isn't a new feature. <laughs> eyebrow thoughts with uh, Rosie and Jessica. Well, I bloody love eyebrows. I am naturally a brunette, and I'm not insanely ginger, but I definitely have uh, Albany ready gingery hair now. A tinge of the ginger. A tinge of <laughs> And, um, but I, uh, yeah, my hair is naturally brown and my eyebrows are quite dark, even for the shade of brown hair I have. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, this. this is boring. <laughs> but true. I have a naturally dark eyebrows, <laughs> but it does look normal when I have my own good <laughs> hair. Day of Show fact! <laughs> That's going on Twitter, even if it doesn't make it into the show. Well, yeah, schedule it, put it on Tweet Day, we'll have it firing out on the hour, every hour. <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Uh, your song. Oh, don't put me on the spot. This is too traumatic. You said just I before we recorded, I was going to do it on the fly. Pick my song. Find by the seat of my pants. That's that not will go a song. for. It should be. Maybe it is. Answer the question. Well, I'm going to break away from the usual. I'm not going for a popular song. I'm going to go for sort of one from a chorus line only because we were listening to it earlier. I've changed my mind. I want something to do from that no, then, go We're on. gonna have to. We're gonna have to record one later and drop it in. Tap tap. Top fives. Um. So we're a partnership. Yeah. Our top five partnerships. This is. I like the segue because I had literally no idea how we were going to get into this. No, I. That. I mean, you say you like it. It was <laughs> too quite boring. Well, sentences. you've managed to think of something, so that's. Boring. Basically, we, we. I'm. I'm predicting the death of the top five fi- feature. I'm going to put out there. How many more things in this world can we rank? Well. We haven't done flavours of tea, flavours of fizzy no, but these are just so arbitrary. You had to go with me because we couldn't do comedians because that was arbitrary. I can't think of I, top I five flavours of tea. Lady English, Grey, solid. English breakfast. Yeah, El but Grey, I, they don't have a top five. Chai. No one's ever said to you, oh, what are your favourite tea flavours before? Darjeeling and jasmine. Boom. Right. Well, that's rubbish. You didn't say any of the greys. I said all Grey. Well, that was the worst one. Just because you're you you're an insipid tea drinker and you like Lady Grey, I drink very strong tea at work. Kelly's down the spoon up in it, um, almost. Did you read that article about a woman in America who was making a, a tea brew thing out of a hundred bags of tea and it made her bones go all janky and horrible? By d- could you just define the medical term janky? Yeah, like it's starting dissolving or something. <laughs> Can we just right? We need to go back slightly because I'm genuinely interested. In this. Um, she made she put a hundred tea bags in a pot. <laughs> She kept drinking it, and she was, I don't know, like, tannin dissolved. This has been a very long recording just already. Just imagine what her teeth look like. I don't think you had any. Well, so anyway, top five. Top Um Top fives. <laughs> just keep doing the g- top fives. Um, top fives. The top five partnerships. These are not romantic duos. Uh, that's friends. Teams. Teams. You'll understand when we we'll start, start. It will absolutely make sense. What we'll start get. Number two's rubbish. Why did I say that one? yeah well so uh, I'm going to start obvious obvious choice Jessica Jeeves and Worcester obvious choice Mr Jeeves and Bertie Wooster. I just love them so much and um, I feel I might be a bit of a Bertie you <laughs> <laughs> flaming Bertie Absolutely, um, fleet of Bertie and, and we, just I'd like I'd bar. like a Jeeves yeah a sidebar do we ever learn what Jeeves name is Oh, um, it's Jeeves, I think. Jeeves, Jeeves. Jeeves, Barney McGrew. <laughs> he just has one. one name like a cocktail witch. I don't know. Um, They are the funniest thing. Well! Back to back to, back to bed. Yes. <laughs> I started to... Why the wheel do I made myself slightly light-headed doing that. This is be the worst episode. Uh, it is just amazing. So, Jeeves and Worcester are just very, very funny. And they are um, fine finally yes. yes. And so there's they going are. to be a play of them with people I love in Stephen Mangan. as and Bertie. And, and Matthew McFadden as Um And uh, it includes my favourite word I've ever encountered <laughs> in a book, <laughs> which is where uh, to describe something as really good, it's described as comes <laughs> fifth, <laughs> And I read that, and I thought, yes. And on, the first season was the book I read, about the fourth line, about how Bertie takes up playing the banjo and he's so bad that he just leaves his surface. <laughs> I remember that. And there's a and terrible he, amateur you find musician. him in the woodshed, and then like, put his jacket over him? It's a, it's a sort of lovely... I'll never leave you, Bertie. Don't worry. Yes, this might be after his black dress. And I thought I read that, and I thought, well, I'll never do that on the television version. And Absolutely. then I picked up and picked up the box of the DVD, and it's on the back of the cover. is Hugh Laurie in really poorly done blackface. Uh, number two, Fred and Ginger, in any of their guises. Hoorah! Said hurrah, but oh, it, for right. some reason it came out like uh, <laughs> you put the US, US, <laughs> <that's not right. laughs> like the US Marine. hurrah, <laughs> Lura That's that's certainly what they're going for. I think every to time ra, the, ra, the USMC ra. shouts hurrah, what they're actually thinking is, come on, because <laughs> <I think. laughs> the haircuts go so well with the jungle. <laughs> Red and Ginger. Well, I did nothing as a girl, so they gave my chance. Very good. The, no. N- not technically fictional. <laughs> not not <laughs> fictional in any way. They were real people. Um, I don't... Really? Yes. But, I mean, everyone else is sort of a, a fictional pairing. Yes. You like them as as the character portrayed in their films. As Brought to you through the medium of an MGM musical. Is that what you're saying? And that's very much what I'm saying. Number three. Gary and Graham. <laughs> Gary and Graham... Are the two knights assisting the Sheriff of Nottingham in seminal children's television programme Made Marian and Her Merry Men? Uh, now, um, one of them is played by Mark Billington, who has in the last ten years become an incredibly successful British crime writer. <laughs> and he turns up talking about incredibly successful British crime and he writing. He turns up on like, the, the review... Front row, show. open book. You can't go a month of open book without him turning up talking to, to Mario the first drop. And every time he does, I think it's Gary and or Graham. <laughs> And they are very funny, and they're stupid, and they're nice, and they are integral to it. They're they're baddies, but they're quite nice. I shall say, hello Robin Hood, would you like to come in and play Sabutio? That's actually a line from Snooker, though. Yeah, obviously. Don't worry, everyone loses a bottle when they're learning to swim. Number four. Number four. Pooh and Piglet. Not Pooh and Christopher Robin? No, Pooh and Piglet. Okay, do explain. Um, well, Christopher Robin isn't in it that much. True. Pooh and Piglet actually oh, yeah, seem to, yeah, seem to sort sure of bumble right. around looking for heffalumps and falling down heffalump traps and people taking them home and thinking they're small kangaroos. <laughs> is his. it Kanga who takes Roo? Kanga, I I can't remember exactly why, but Roo's hopped off somewhere and Kanga sort of adopts Piglet. Oh, he's been rolling around in some dirt so he looks like a kangaroo. So he looks like a kangaroo, obviously. So she. That's why I have missed to where Bertie was to after he's been, he, been hiding in the woodshed. So Kanga makes him take Roo's medicine oh, and it's horrible. And, it's it's and uh, then tries to give him a bath or something or washes his face really roughly. Yes, there's a bit of flannel involved. Yeah, she scrubs um, his face with the flannel and he doesn't like it. And, obviously, yeah, Christopher Robin's integral and obviously he's in the best thing ever written in uh, any only the English canon, which is the last chapter the of, the last of chapter Pabana. of last book Um In the Hundred Acre Wood where they can't count the trees and he goes to school and it's all very sad. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> um yeah. Pooh and Piglet? Are, they're Pooh and Piglet. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. And finally, uh, Gonzo and Rizzo. My major problem... And inter Walter he agrees with me about the most recent Muppets film No Rizzo No Rizzo yeah, and I think we can all agree I think he passes in the background at one point, but he, he doesn't he's not a speaking role. The muppet Christmas Carol is the mm-hmm. successes one Michael Caine believes he's working with humans not puppets. yeah he that's that's very good a good actor playing it absolutely straight despite the fact that his his co cast are puppets number two Gonzo and Rizzo as are, Charles Dickinson his side his and Rizzo. Rizzo. And uh, number three, or anything Miss Peaky does. But uh, you've gone to Rizzo, Integral, and I want them in anything. Wait. In. What? Richard Island? That's yeah, the boys. They're the cabin boys. And I'm here oh. for the food. Exactly. And I don't understand why they were split up and why why people. I get quite angry when people try and push Pepe the prawn as some kind. He's like the new small. I bucket. don't find him that funny. I like Pepe! Yeah, truly, I know. I don't, I don't. Okay. Like okay. I don't need him that, okay, I don't need him that much. Okay. I didn't know I was going to do that in so I was like, oh my god, I'm literally about to say okay as, as a response. That's my top five. What do you guess if you cross an elephant and a rhino? Elephino. Elephino. Oh, um, it took me years to get that joke. <laughs> it's funny when you're a child because it's just funny. Because it's a funny sound. And then we're like, oh, hell if I know, as in he doesn't know the answer, but it sounds like a cross between elephant and rhino. Don't get it. My top five. In no particular order. Um number one, Holmes and Watson. Yeah, I I'm not sure I really need to explain that very much. It's um Holmes and Watson. Hmm Hmm Which who as as portrayed by whom? Well, Jeremy Brett and Michael Williams really. And Although, actually, no, he did the first series and then it was somebody else for the rest of it and actually as the second guy. Like, I think I've got that around. Right. I'm going to have to do this in a minute. But um, Cumberbatch and Freeman are very good. Um, next choice, Monk and Sharona. I very much enjoy the double act that they portray because Monk is a grown man and still needs uh, an assistant who occasionally does have to mother him. Uh, but also she she doesn't take any of his rubbish. I mean that in a loving way when I say rubbish. Hmm you can't help the way he is no. um, but there's quite an entertaining one where they end up in New York and he they, he gets separated from Sharona on the subway so Sharona then has to go and try and find him and she's, she's sort of running down the platform after him as the subway train is pulling out and she's shouting after him. And the policeman says, are you okay? And she's like, yes, he's on the train by himself and he can't be by himself, he'll get panicked and, and he won't know what to do and he won't know what station to get off. And uh, he says, okay, okay, let's let's give him a description. Says, okay, his name is Adrian and and he's on the train by himself and he doesn't know the city. And he's like, okay, well, how old is he? Obviously expecting him to say eight or something. <laughs> he's 42. <laughs> and that just about summed up their relationship. I was like, that's brilliant. Um, yes. Uh, next up... Bill, S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted, Theodore Logan, genius. Spot the Rock, Dark bark and Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Um, yeah, Bill and Bill and Ted. Um, they're idiots, but they're hilarious, and they are the saviors. And they are the saviors of humanity. Um, and they still, you know, they get the job done. Rufus. The new words, Rufus, spreading around. Yeah, um, yeah. Correct. Good. Wild Stallions. Oh, I I've been meaning for about ten years to make myself a Wild Stallions T-shirt. I'll manage it one day. Yep. So yeah, love Bill and Ted. Can't go wrong. I think um, also the ending of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is one of my favourite film endings ever. Where they're in the Battle of the Bands, and they keep on getting the, yeah, they keep on going going forward in forward in time to right set up various up. and they keep going forward in time to set up various things to um, defeat what's his face and um, Josh Ackland. Yes, I can't remember what his character's called an anagram or something else. Um, uh, Ed because it's Ed Solomon. Yes, Maxis. it is. Um, and, uh, Thanks, IMDB. Thank you, keeping us <laughs> together. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then they have the brainwave that they should go to the future until they have learned to play their instruments and then they come back and win the best of the dance. And then it's Kiss playing God's Game Fucking Royalty. And, Roll too, and uh, they have all the newspaper cuttings and, like, death. Oh, I love a newspaper cut. Like, uh, like The End of Sister Act 2. And Sister Act 1, actually. And Last of Yes. Number four, Sean and Gus from Psych. We're gonna psych you out in the end. I know. <laughs> um, uh, I love them. Yeah, the hilarious. The one episode I watched was enjoyable. Good. Um, I enjoy the fact that Gus is eternally infuriated by everything Sean does and still hangs out with him. I like that he's Charlie from The West Wing. Yeah, there is that as well. For, for you. That's bonus West Wing. Other people have seen The West Wing. <laughs> I know, but for, I haven't. So, yeah, I see. Um, and number five, J D and Turk from The Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I put that necessarily in. I love so the track like that. It's guy love between two guys. And there's a really sweet bit at the in the one. It's not quite the last series, but it is. Um, that you know they sort of they they were going to stop and they didn't yeah. really carry on a bit and. Um, and J.D. tells Elliot, Elliot is sort of feeling a bit left out and he tells her that he, lo- that he loves her even more than Turk and then she's really happy. Because he's never said that to me. he's like, he knows how much it means. Okay, honourable mentions. Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> I mean, there are some really solid theme tunes on this. <laughs> Do we put that in the theme tunes? Um, if we didn't, we are fools. Uh, yeah, I love that. Han and Chewy. Helen Chewie. Turns out Jessica can't do a Chewbacca the Wookiee. Impression. Impression. As I said, it's like someone yawning and a Formula One, so they're going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Pretty good! Thank you. Um, but do you I mean, remember how long it took you to be able to make that noise like a horse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literal years. <laughs> I had a Wookiee steak for dinner last night. Oh my god, no. <laughs> No. it was nice but it was a bit chewy no I hate that Yeah, uh, that's literally my favourite uh, um Raj and Howard from Big Bang Theory they're funny <laughs> Raj Wait. can't talk to girls so Howard has to say everything that he says with anyone else in the room Gary and Walter Well, since Walter is here. Since in turn Walter is uh, producing this episode for us. I thought um, I very much like Gary and Walter's matching suits. Everything is great. Everything is grand. I got the whole (laughs) wide world in the palm of my hand. Um, I like it when uh, they're doing their heights and they keep measuring Gary and who obviously ends up being Jason Seagal, who is well, well over six feet tall. Um, And uh, Walter is only ever like two and a half, three feet I'm sad now that he likes stretching to grow that extra inch. <laughs> um, yeah. Julian and Sandy, as explained on the previous episode. I'm oh, getting a blank look from Rosie, so no, she's I got know. a nanty idea. What I'm talking about. <laughs> nanty. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to say the word nanty. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm uh, 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 again? Well, to puts you trolling in here. That's the story of Bird's Blanket. Uh, Bert Nerny. Bert Nerny, yep. And um, and all the different jobs that Ernie's going to do. When he tipped his hat. Imagine that. Oh God, I love Bert and Imagine that. Rubber ducky. I'm trying to sleep. That's the story of Bird's Blanket. That was a sheep singing about <laughs> Bird's Blanket, by the way. La 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 linoleum. <laughs> he likes linoleum. <laughs> and he has a bottle, a bottle, bottle, cup. bottle cap collection. And he's a pigeon fancier. No jokes. <laughs> um, your your last honourable mention. Uh, Tim and Mike from Spaced. Yeah. I uh, brought you a landmine. Uh, obviously carried on. It's into uh, basically everything else that Simon Pegg and Nick Foster have ever done, really. Um, so I suppose you could also have Sean and Ed and stuff like that. Where he keeps him in the shed, even though he's a, he's a zombie. My song! You can tell everybody... It's what is your song it's glorious by the Pierces, which i heard in the gap and Shazamed. brilliant um needle and fed needle i i made a skirt okay quick question though how's the uh quilt coming along how's the edging on the quilt get away from me get off me two weeks ago um no no quilts talk Okay, I have a I have a serious whip problem apparently with the why are you. Why you you're in not a finisher? It's a working progress. You're a no you're not a finisher. You're a starter. You're like that guy that won The Apprentice a couple of years ago and Alan Sugar said he was a starter, not a finisher. And now you can buy nail files with his face on. Oh him what an idiot. Why would you do curved nail files? That's... I don't. And why would you buy a nail file with a man's face on? <laughs> it's not on the nail file, but I don't know. It's on the pack, it. it's an overpriced it's an overpriced solution to a non existent problem. We've got massively distracted, right? You so, so you're making a skirt. I've made a skirt. Um it's the fabric has um tape measures all over it. It's kinda of cool. And they're brightly different bright colours, so it's kind of got stripes going all the way around and they're all tape measures. And it's kind of um a full skirt all pleated in. and I made it I did make it the week after I'd seen popular see i've bought a load of white cotton as well to make petticoats you're cool i was knitting club but i'm finding looking at wool um raises my core body temperature several degrees because i just put look at it just it's so hot it's so hot my hands are um my hands are too clammy to touch anything my acrylics are too long i can't do any problems for the modern world i I can't put i can't do buttons anymore (laughs) okay this week um uh, snack of the day is coming from rosie I, I would like eaten mess. Eaten mess? I guess I have some eaten mess in the fridge. A bold choice. Um, also, they allowed me to once make the joke. I've eaten so much eaten mess, I think I might be about to be confronted with some eaten mess. Hardy, hor, hor, You're welcome. Um, sit down and shut the folk up! Alright. Um, right, so this week's uh, return of Sit Down and Shut the Folk Up is. Sponsored by CanadaIO oh, by Nick Jones. Jones in a really weird way. Nick Jones, like the most common English servant and I can't actually say it. Hello, I'm Mr. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> what have we seen this, this week? week? What, what have we, we seen, seen this week? week? Hey, um, we saw an article on the Onion, the typical news website. El año. El invierno. El invierno. Okay. Okay. Um, which is uh, Fox Books files for bankruptcy, and it is an article, F-L-X. imagining that Fox Books from a uh, seminal like Ryan Tom Hanks film, You've Got Mail, has had to file for bankruptcy. But it's like set now. Yeah, so it's brilliant. It's and fallen uh, victim of the recession and the e- uh, rise of the e-reader. Yeah, um, but they seem to be handling it quite well. I think that now actually they the weren't well, dumpy up so <laughs> the shop around the corner will actually thrive because people like local. I think so. and yeah, so it'll probably reopen, but on the very spot, still with the same fittings, because the, the shop that was there in the meantime didn't uh, get rid of them. That's that's what's happened. And then they'll run it together. with bring two, three. <laughs> yes, they will. Uh, um, we would like to introduce a new feature. What is our new feature? Is it? Well, I've yet to come up with a pun for the title, so I was going to hold off. Um, this is what we're going to call the murder she wrote slot. <laughs> uh Jessica and I. Love, murder. She wrote. I think I've approximately seen half an episode in my life. I watched one at about six thirty uh, the other week. There's there's a brilliant one that I've seen twice. That my my friend Claudia and I accidentally watched. Um, and yeah, I say accidentally watched. We're like, what's on television? Oh, murder! She wrote. Let's see that. What well, the accident i had doing it was that we ate uh, our body weight in and kettle and chips. Okay, good what We've all been there. Um, and Jessica went to a dinner party, and um, then a murder happened. <laughs> Um, and uh, so the next day somebody who'd been present had, was murdered um, and uh, and obviously you know episode carries on as it usually does this, that or the other happens there are a number of suspects Jessica figures it all out and then and this is the best this is the best episode of both that exists it's the finest piece of television ever committed to celluloid um, Jessica wakes up <laughs> and she's dozed off at the table of the dinner party there, there had never been any murder the man who's instantly a florist. Pops back in because he'd come in with the centerpiece saying, "Oh, sorry, I'm late." You wouldn't believe the day I've been having. He's the centerpiece for table Oh, that's lovely. Then he goes off. He's you know he's dead. Comes back so "Oh, I forgot my my uh, my day book my day book," and uh, then uh, waves everyone off. And uh, she's like, "Oh, I've to be tired. <laughs> the journey just took it out of me." <laughs> oh, and it's been a lovely evening, everybody. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll see you all later. Oh. Um, and then they sort of you know go for coffee in the kids And the, cures, and at the episode finishes. She drank the entire thing. <laughs> So murder she wrote is about a um, a suspicious writer called Jessica Fletcher suspicious Jessica Beatrice Fletcher who lives in Cabot Cove and and a little tip fishing town in Maine. She yeah, she would be. It's a completely normal detective program, except she's not a detective. She just knows a lot of dead. She people. was a um a high school English teacher. When she retired, she started writing crime novels. So she's very, So she finds crime really interesting. She also got you know, as is the way with these uh, programs where they don't actually work for the police, but they're just really good at solving crime. Miss Marple, um, and um, so she solves lots of crime. Problem is, the series went ran for ages. So basically, everyone she'd ever met died. Literally every place Jessica Fletcher went, somebody died. So it's astonishing that she was ever invited anywhere. So um, we've been collating our own little museum of murder she based links. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start off, what should we start with a song? I think so, it's my favourite. So uh, we found a lovely song from um, a pair of ladies called Rocky and Bald. And they have written a song about Jessica Fletcher and Cabot Cove. Uh, and we urge we, uh, we you to look at it. And the, we'll be bringing you more murder, she wrote goodness. We will. Yeah, so we'll link to that in show notes. Um, and uh, <coughs> show notes happened. Show notes totes happened last week. You're welcome. What? Um, this is... I'm furious. Um, I Also, uh, watch the video, because you'd only really heard it so, you know, I Yeah, I didn't do. realize that it's someone running around dressed as Angela Lansbury. In the video, it's them sort of sitting on their sofa or sitting on, on their bed or something, sort of playing the ukulele the little piano, and um, and singing a song. And but it's intercut with one of them in a wig running about. Yeah, um, and it's very funny. Um, We're going camping next week. I hope the weather holds. But slightly no. cooler than this. Not even I when it like raining heavily though. No, no. Are you sitting on my phone? No, I can hear it. I start with your guts again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosyandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on MixCloud, or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!